Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Super Mario World Part 2 for the Super Nintendo. Welcome back, friends, to our second episode covering Super Mario World. Yeah, welcome back. Uh, this game is huge, and in the first episode, we went over so many of the mechanics, our feelings, our thoughts, our dreams mm-hmm. for this game, and we uh, started out in World 1, finished that up, and this week we're going to get straight into World 2. Yeah, we're going straight to the Donut Plains. All right, now World 2 is the Donut Plains, as you said before. Yes, and after, you know, your first... Yoshi's Island is your your warm-up level, kind of, so this is the first one that gives you some real uh, meat to explore. And it's got quite a few, like, what, like twice the number of levels as the Yoshi's Island, somewhere around there? Yeah, and right off the bat, you can see areas that are probably secret areas. Yeah. So, you know, there's more than one way to get through this world. That's right. And, you know, something that we haven't bumped up against yet and haven't mentioned, but on the map screen, um, levels are indicated by these little uh, hexagon shape, kind of. Mm -hmm. And if they are red, that shows you that this level has more than one exit. Yes. So heads up. But you only have one choice at the beginning, and that's Donut Plains level one. Yes. And this is one of the aforementioned red dotted levels. Yes. And this level is the first time you get access to the cape. Yeah, this is definitely a learn how to use the cape level. Mm-hmm. And it's great. Uh, in this level, though, you don't get the cape from a feather. You get it from defeating a super Koopa. Yeah, little uh, little shellless Koopas who have their own capes and are flying around at you. It's uh, pretty funny, and um, you should get that cape ASAP. Now, now, every one of the super Koopas has a cape for you. It's only the ones with the flashing cape. Yeah, if they're just a plain yellow one, move along. But like you said, this is mainly a learning curve level. Uh, there is a pipe area that gives you just a huge area to practice flying in. Yeah, this is the area where I first learned it as a as a child. You know, there's there are so many coins in the sky that you just want to keep flying back and forth and trying to earn as many as you can. And eventually, you you know, it's it's just the best place in the game, I think, to just practice flying. You know, learn yeah. it here. And you're probably going to leave through the normal exit. Uh, this secondary exit is only accessible if you have really awesome flying skills or yeah. you have access to that green uh, block. Yes, which you probably don't yet. But And, I mean, I don't know if we mentioned this either, but a lot of the secret exits are... It's a little keyhole that you need to pick up a key and ra- walk it over into it. Or you can have the key in your mouth if you're Yoshi mm-hmm. and then enter it. And then if you've done that, the key is... What you want to do is when the sound effect of meow, right at the very end, you want to spit that key out to get an extra boom. <laughs> sure, yeah. Put that your was, style That's on my it. goal with every keyhole I yoshi Sweet. <laughs> that wasn't a thing you do? <laughs> no, I wish I had, though. That's great. Yeah, that's a great, uh, yeah, remix it. Um, but, you know, you probably went through the normal route, and then you were on to Donut Plains Level 2. Which is a subterranean level. You know, this is the first of a type of level we'll see more of uh, with where you have the standard gray ground, but then there's a yellow kind of cheese looking ground that moves up and down. Yeah. 
You have to avoid getting squashed. And you'll see, uh, you know, buzzy beetles and the little, I mean, I, I guess they're bats, the green, like owls or something. Yeah, I, I hate don't know. them. Yeah. I, I hate them for multiple reasons. One, <laughs> uh, they have a very unusual arc to their flying. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, very hard to judge. But two, they do not look like anything else in the game. Yeah, they do have their own weird. It is a strange they don't, they sprite. They don't match the art style of any of the other sprites, and it bothers me. <laughs> but yeah, this is actually a, a pretty straightforward and easy level. There is a, uh, it does have a secret exit that will get you to that blue switch palace. Mm-hmm. But to do that, you have to take a pipe, and then you can either, I don't think you can make it up there unless you're a really good flyer or you have a blue Yoshi. Yeah. Or you have Yoshi to eat. There's a blue shell down there you can use to fly up to the keyhole exits. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, pretty straightforward level. Yeah. If you do beat it, though, you are going on to the ghost house. This is your first ghost house of the game. Yeah. And what a ghost house it is. Um, you know, it'll introduce you to the, you know, appearing, disappearing boos. Mm-hmm. Is there a giant boo in this level? Oh, I don't know. Probably. Ghost houses are some of the more confusing levels in the game because because. it's a puzzle of where you have to go to get out the correct entrance and a secret entrance usually yep and it's um either like in this one early on you can fly up and get to a secret area that way by heading to the right then you go through a series of doors but you totally want to because that unlocks an area that is uh a yoshi two fire flowers and two feathers yeah it's the top secret area it's right behind this ghost house and if you're me then you'll be stopping by this pretty frequently uh throughout the game at least in the first part of the game for me but um otherwise you know my biggest problem was that i remembered all of the possible routes but not which one was the correct route right right uh, that i wanted to get to so I, i had that problem with many a ghost house Indeed, indeed. You clear that ghost house and you go across a bridge to another level. One that is a you know mix of platforms and, and whirly gigs, yeah. overhead stuff. Uh, you know, your little high-flying act that could result in death, but really the jumps aren't too terrible in this, this level. No, no, it's, yeah, and it's got a cool forest background. We'll see those little, well, this is the first time we'll see these little platforms that move along a, a little track. Mm-hmm. And there are switches you can hit to alter its uh, course. And then uh, if you beat that one, you move on to the final level before the boss castle. And then just a little side note. If you do take the secret path out of that very first level, you can do an underwater level. Yeah. It's a mix of underwater and cave. Mm-hmm. Um, and that has two paths out also. You can take one from the side of it. And it will take you to another ghost house. Yeah, yeah. A little more devious than the first. Secret ghost house. And that has two exits as well. One that goes to a star and Mm -hmm. star road, which we haven't talked about yet. Yeah, yeah. And the other one goes to a warp pipe that will just warp you towards the very end of this level as well. Yeah. um, And the star road is kind of your warp zone, Mm -hmm. sort of, in in this game where eventually, you know, you'll see the stars on the map and when you... Get the right exit in the right level to, that can take you there. Then you use that to warp to the secret star zone. And if you complete a star level, each one has a special color Yoshi in it. And the only way to get through the level is to find the secret exit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can beat the level without going anywhere. It's kind of weird. It's like yeah. they all have two. But if you beat all five of these star roads, then there is a star road in this, that appears in the center of that map that takes you to the special zone. And those are all harder challenge levels. Oh, yeah. The special zones are the, it's almost like that, you know, like Mario Maker style where it's just like insanely hard. Well, not insanely hard, but no. some of them are very hard. They are. 
But once you've accessed the Star Road, you have to find its entrance from each world, except for the final one. Right. You can use it as a shortcut to go all the way to the end of the game. Mm-hmm. If you're quick enough, you can get to beat the game in like less than 15 minutes. Yeah, you can warp, like just get straight to the first Star Road, warp right to the end, and then, you know, you can go through Bowser's Castle, which is uh, pretty tough. But right now we're back to the final level in the Donut Plains, and it is... Good old Donut Plains 4. And it's a very standard outdoors run and jump level. Yeah, nothing really crazy going on here. We'll see... um, where instead of like the old school Hammer Brothers, you now have the big ones, mm-hmm. the and Sledge they, Brothers or whatever. They're very large and they're always on a f- flying platform. Yeah, they're um, they're they're not super hard, but it's like you want to kill them straight away before they start filling up the screen with hammers. Like they're only really tricky if there's a pit or other creatures mm-hmm. messing with you. You know. But you get through that no problem. You will be at the castle for the Donut Plains. And who is in this castle? It's Morton Koopa Jr. Yes. Now, this castle is kind of interesting. Yeah, you've got, uh, like, it starts off where there are a lot of spike balls on chains moving around. Yeah, classic. There's a little uh, escalator uh, that you'll be riding up to the first door. Get some thwomps, but... The real meat of this level, though, is a vertical shaft. Yeah, and, and parts, you know, you're in... Going between kind of stone walls and trying to hop up as parts of the, the map move in and out, like left and right. Yeah, revealing more stairs or platforms to jump on. And then those platforms are stairs receding back into the walls. Yeah, and it's it's not too terribly tough. There's a bunch of dry bones. So if you have a cape, you know, use your spin to kill them and take them out of the equation straight away. Do it. And But you climb your way up to the top of this, go past some thwomps, and then you will find yourself in Morton Koopa Jr.'s lair fighting him. And he is the second form of boss fight in this game. And that is where there is a, a ceiling, a floor, and two walls. Yeah. And the enemy will run to the side, climb the walls, climb the ceiling, and then fall onto you. Yeah, it's one of the easiest ones, I think. Yes. Like, they, um, each time you only have to hit it, what, three times? The th- all the uh, Koopa children take three hits. Yeah, so... I don't know if it's here, but I know later as you progress, you know, this style of Koopaling will, the walls will kind of shrink in. Mm-hmm. As, and eventually they'll start shooting fireballs at you. But still super easy. I don't know. It's this, especially this one. I, oh, this I, one, no trouble. The walls don't shrink. There's no fireballs. And yeah. You just jump on his head three times. It's, the only it, way it can hurt you is if he like falls and it's so slow. Yeah. Not a problem. It's on you. Now you uh, defeat the Koopa. You grab the shell. Uh, then you destroy this castle. And you move on to your next world through a door into a cavern and another new mini-map. Yeah, we're in the Vanilla Dome now. So this has all got kind of a cavey, subterranean feel. It's got some good uh, jazzy music. And it's twinkling all over this wonderful cave. But as you enter, you see that you really uh, have two paths ahead of you because there is a warp pipe at the top of the level, but your castle is to the right. Yeah, it's a total split. Yeah, I mean, Vanilla Dome is a lot of, like we said, underground levels. So you're going to see a lot of buzzy beetles. There's even some parts that are underwater and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you're underwater in this game, you do get bonus movement if you're holding a shell or something. Oh, yeah. A block or even yeah. a key. Yeah, it that's actually way faster than your normal swimming. It's the way to go. Mm-hmm. And if you have uh, Yoshi underwater, you have a much quicker swim mechanic as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, well, I mean, and Yoshi can eat fish underwater, so that is priceless, like, yeah, getting this crap is. out of your way. 
Um, and this uh, uh, Vanilla Dome 3 introduces a new kind of level where you're on a, like, skull raft that floats over lava. Yeah, this is my least favorite and of all the types of levels. It's, you know, it's not necessarily super hard, but it is one of those, it's super slow, and you just have to not fall off or get killed. There's that little... When it switches back, I hate it. There's a goofy dragon that'll come out sometimes and attack you named, like, Blarg. Yeah, and he comes out of the, the lava. Not too tough, but watch yourself. Now, Vanilla, now Vanilla Dome is where you get the red uh, P-switch. Yep. And it's on the right side of the map. It's from the second exit of the underwater level. Yeah, and um, if you take kind of the, you know, this level is kind of divided into two paths, the left and the right. The left one is where that that's your star road, but it will also lead you to the top of the Vanilla Dome with some extra, there's like two levels and a fortress up there that you can defeat. Yeah, it's kind of... It's very cool that at this point you really get to choose how you want to go through this and the next world. Yeah, because you will see um, on the outside of the Vanilla Dome, you can see there's a little pipe where the other path will lead. Mm -hmm. And then there are two bridges to the right that you can, you know, so you've got, you know, an actual choice of paths here. It's pretty cool. I avoid those areas at first because they're more of those upper aerial levels, a lot of four side scrolling, a lot of. I went, death jumps. I went up here when I played. I beat the fortress because in that, which I hate fighting those. The fortresses are typically guarded by the Resner rhinos. Yeah. Is that named after Trent Resner? I don't know. Um, I don't think so. Maybe. I, I mean, I, I can't imagine that he was like, yeah, I'm in a video game. I mean, I guess maybe if they named it after him, you know. Right. I, I remember having uh, some heated arguments in middle school with kids who were like, no, he did the soundtrack. And I was like, this is not... Yeah, that was quaint. <laughs> this is not Nine Inch Nails. Like, right. what are you talking about? But regardless, they are four large kind of triceratops that are on a Ferris wheel, you could almost say. There's mm -hmm. four of them, and they rotate around, and you have to hit them from underneath to knock them off. And you have to do so really quickly because right away, the the boards you're standing on start to disappear. Yep. Yeah. Starting at the right of the screen and then going to the left. Yes, and it's super, like, I can always get three of them really quick, but then, you know, if you mess up, you gotta, I don't know, you just gotta do it right. It's easy to lose a few lives here. Uh, I certainly did. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, so either way, after you beat this fortress, you probably want to head back down into the Vanilla Dome, if you haven't already, mm -hmm. and go to that. Um, yeah, you want to go to Lemmy's Castle. Lemmy. I wish he had mutton chops. Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> or at least wear, like, a motorhead shirt or something. Um <laughs> This level isn't uh, too crazy, but it does have a, a tricky spot at the beginning where it's a bunch of your yellow blocks. And you start on the, you start on the very top. Yes. So if you're not, if you don't have a mushroom, you're kind of stuck up there unless well, one of these magic koopas. You have to wait for the magic koopa to turn. We didn't even mention what the magic koopa does. Yeah, it shoots a little spell, like you said, of PlayStation symbols. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but if it hits a block or something, it turns it into a koopa. Yeah, if it hits you, it just it hurts you. Yeah, so this area is full of them, but the problem is that the floor is made of disposable blocks, so to speak. So if you get overwhelmed by these Koopas, it's, you know, you just want to run through, I guess, as fast as you can. It's actually pretty tricky at the beginning. It is, and Magic Koopas are tricky to kill because unless you have the Fire Flower, mm -hmm. because, you know, when they do their spell, it's like right in front of them and above them. So jumping on them is very treacherous because if you mistime it, you get spelled yeah, and then you're hurt. They'll just aim right up at you. So you want to try to kill them as fast as you can or just run away. I, I know. I found it was easier just to run away from them. Yeah. I mean, I don't even bother with them. Same here. Yeah. It's it's not worth it. Once you get past that initial area, not not nothing too crazy, really. Yeah. Just your, just your standard uh, dungeon. 
You know, you got lava. You yeah, got at the end. You have to jump around. Lava, you know, stone blocks moving up and down. But and uh, there's some thwomps in this one. Maybe. Now I will say this: one of my greatest pleasures in life is jumping over a thwomp. Oh yeah, if you can get yeah the timing right. Like because you know you're meant to go under those thwomps, but if you can do that jump over them, you can really sail through it. It feels wrong and oh so right. <laughs> if you if you have the, yeah. Totally. Um. <laughs> uh, the boss here is Lemmy, and Lemmy is our third type of boss fight. Yeah, this one is an interesting one where there's a floor made of pipes. Mm-hmm. and Of different heights sometimes, sometimes all the same height. Mm-hmm. And underneath them, you can see uh, some lava, but above them, there's a fireball bouncing around, and there Morton, as, or no, I'm sorry, Lemmy, as well as two other Koopa henchmen, I guess. Mm-hmm kind of rise at a random pipes and you want to jump on lemmy now you if you walk into them they will hurt you and then at one point lemmy will come up turn to the side mm-hmm. and his shell will be exposed if you jump uh, on that side with the shell that also hurts you okay but for the most part you just as soon as they pop up jump on their head you want to get yeah it, get lemmy three times and he'll fall into the lava um i'm not a fan these are it's not that they're hard, but they're kind of frustrating because... I find these ones to be very easy, actually. Like, I just don't like being in such a small space. Right, with, with that fireball. With that fireball. But but, I'm, but if you just keep your eye on the fireball, the stakes are so low for the most of this that it's it's yeah. pretty easy to, to take care of these guys. No sweat. Yep. Keep your head about you. You destroy Lemmy, his castle. You grab that egged Yoshi, and then you can move on and perhaps meet up with the path you took earlier. That's true, because we're in the bridges area now. So if you come out from the castle, you're on the lower bridge portion. Yeah, which is the cheese bridge, I believe. Okay. Yes, and the upper is the butter bridge. Cheese and butter bridge. Now, the the upper bridge has two levels. The bottom has one, and the, the bottom one actually has a secret exit to an underwater level. That's right, the soda lake. Yeah, it's its own unique kind of water zone. It's pretty fun. Yeah, that's where you'll see those, like, torpedo bills. Yeah, and they're cool because a hand... Like, the cartoon hand drops them out of its uh, machinery and yeah, sets yeah. them off. And I think that's, you have to beat the Soda Lake to get, or is that where the star is down That's here? how you get to the star, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. It, it's very far off the path. You go down, like, a waterfall, yeah, and yeah. it's on an island, like, <laughs> way out of the way. But the bridge level, it's uh, kind of annoying because it has many of those pit deaths again. Oh, sure, yeah. Are we talking Cheese Bridge or? Cheese Bridge, the bottom one. And and this is also the intro of some uh, crazy tracked uh, things instead of platforms you've got like saws that are on these tracks that you can bounce off of oh yeah if you spin jump let me explain this this level is where you grab your cape and yeah. you practice flying above by sound as long as you get the timing right you should be able to avoid almost all of the obstacles of this level because it is not worth muddling through at all no no um it's i mean again it's not super difficult but it is very like you're over an open pit so one mistake and you're gone and it does have uh, a secret exit that i used to think was way harder than it is where you have to fly under the moving tape or whatever at the very end you know yeah. and then come up on a different platform afterwards yeah to get to a different exit and i remember thinking it was so hard and i was so great for doing it but here i was like it's really not that bad. You only have to do like three swoops underneath right. that to get past it, and it's really not not too bad. Or you can, if you want, and you have a Yoshi, sacrifice your Yoshi to do what we didn't talk about is the yeah. sacrificial Yoshi double jump. Yeah, sometimes you have to. Uh, you can't quite make the jump, but if you get if you let go of Yoshi and jump off his back, you're good. You are. 
the first butter bridge is kind of a tricky level because it has those platforms that are on those pillars that like one will lower yeah, when those you are, stand on this it. This is the top route, the butter yes, bridge. Yes. And yeah, I hate these levels. I mean, okay, of all the levels, these ones are probably my least favorite because they're just so easy to have a one-hit kill because you're going to fall, yeah. you get knocked off, you're done. I mean, it's not terribly long. It's just one of those like, be careful. Right. And then either you take the butter bridge straight to the fortress or you can go down through the cookie mountain level, which... You know, it's nothing too fancy, but it has a lot of moles, and it does introduce the Sumo Brothers. Oh, yeah, the ones that, like, sumo drop they, yeah, lightning? They, they do a stomp, and then this, like, fireball hits the ground, and I don't know. They're, I don't normally even fight them, like, because they are pretty tough. Like, the, that fire has a big range. So. Yeah, if you quick, though, you can just run past yes, it. Yes, just run away. They're not worth your time. And these moles, the Monty moles, they appear... You know, you see them breaking through for a, a brief moment before they actually pop out. Mm-hmm. What's cool is Yoshi can eat them while they're still in the wall. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can, like, brump, grab them a little proactive there. Nothing to fear. No, not at all. Now, we do find ourselves either way at this castle, and this is Ludwig's castle. Ludwig von Koopa. Yes, and uh, this castle is the one that I think you really discovered the magical power of the spinning cape. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because the very beginning, it's got a bunch of those little spiked mummy creatures where yeah. they stop, the spikes come out, and then they slowly, the spikes go away and they slowly walk towards you. It's a very tight corridor, too, that's filled with those uh, spike chain balls. And so you don't have a lot of room to just jump over and pass them. So if you don't have a cape, you are going to have a rough time. Exactly. Then after that is a falling ceiling with spikes that you have to run like crazy through. And I love these levels. These are my favorite parts of the uh, big boss stages. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know, it just always makes me feel like I'm Indiana Jones again. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's tight. You got to make it. And then the final portion is a vertical section with uh, more fences. Yep, yep. The only thing that makes this tough is you have to jump between fences, and there are spikes below you, but I don't see how you would fall if you just hold up, right? Like... I think you may have to hit jump again to re-engage. There was something tricky about re-engaging okay. with the... Um, fencing but it really offered me no troubles same here then you get to ludwig von koopa and he is another one of the shrinking uh one of the ones where the enemy runs up the wall and across the ceiling uh the only thing that makes him different than the last one is he now shoots fireballs mm. and that can be a little bit of a trouble yeah yeah I... if you're quick though he only has time to shoot one out right right so yeah. you really just want to jump on his head and fall behind him yeah he's not you're a... perfectly safe not a very tough one. And when you do beat him, um, he has one of the funnier animations. After I do. The I remember castle. this one very well. Because <laughs> yeah. you have another one of those uh, dynamite plungers. Yeah, yeah. And it uh, when you press it, it then causes the tower to blast off and then land on a hill in the background. Which yeah, like now, a rocket. Yeah, which now has a, a bandana on it, which is... A band-aid. It now has a band-aid on it. It's gone full. Uh, Brett Michaels has a band-a- bandana <laughs> Covering up uh, the loss of, of grass on the top. So much grass. But yeah, I do love that because it does shrink and grow again, and it shows where it's been wounded by that that flying castle. Uh, after that, though, you make your way down into the Forest of Illusions. Yes, the Forest of Illusion. Uh, and what makes this forest illusionary? Well, okay, it has its own like separate map area mm-hmm. when you go in there, but it, it well, seems... All of the levels have like two exits or more. Not only that, the normal exit, the one you think you should take, never leads you out of the forest. It just creates a ring. Oh yeah, of levels. Yeah. So you really have to find the secret exit to get out of here. Now 
there is another secret to the forest of illusion there's your standard exit to a star mm-hmm. i think this is where you get one another another block correct um yeah the blue yep yep it's the blue one and that's on the far right once you uh go through the lake it is yes yes now the very first level though is the spot if you need items mm-hmm. or you need lives this level is where it's at yeah, there are lots of the caterpillars and little Goombas here. Is this the first time we see the caterpillars? I think so. Maybe. You yeah. jump on them, they get angry, or you can just eat them. Yeah. And um, halfway through this level, there's a, a checkpoint that is followed by a, a block that is a roulette block, kind of. Yeah, or, it's just know. like in the bonus game. Yeah, yeah. It's random. You but know, it's when you hit it, then the item pops out. What makes it odd, though, is after it's left the block, the item still changes. Yeah, yeah. So you have to really be on your toes or just have a Yoshi and eat it straight through. Sure, yeah. And so once you break that little... Does that block reappear anywhere else in the game? I think it's like in one other spot. It's it's not very common, but... But uh, That's why you come back here. Once that, yeah. So it's like beat this level, then go back and then get halfway through. And then every time you need to charge up uh, your powers or get more items, when you come back, you'll start right there in front of that item. Or if you already have your good items, you get a star here. Because right after this is a long yes. run of enemies to hit. And all of the uh, caterpillars are worth two free men. Yeah, so you can easily get 10 to 20 extra men and one star. Like, you're just running through all these monsters and then leave the level. So if, if you're ever coming back from, from a save game and you've beaten this level, that's the place to power up. The end of this level is kind of a pain because they do throw uh, one of the your favorite, that Hammer Brother, Flying Hammer Brother guy, yeah. right at the end. yeah. But after this, you go on to the second level of the Forest of Illusion, the lake. Oh, yeah. And this level is... It's like a a castle underwater. It's it's an underwater cave, kind of. Because basically, you're just slowly making your way through, and there are tons of these spike fish that you have to avoid. And they are just basically a a slow thwomp. Yep. And this is a level that, if you have Yoshi, super easy. Because he can jump on them and not get hurt. Yeah, and, so. and eat all the fish so you don't have anything to worry about avoiding. Uh, it does have one of the trickier, I think, hidden exits where there's just a gray block you can walk through. Yeah, it's a wall. It does look separate, but you can just swim right through it. I mean, if you get there at the right time, there's a fish down there so you could see it's it sleeping, moving. It's sleeping, yeah. You know, but if you, if you just have, it's easy to miss if you're not looking for it. But you do get that, uh, you do need to find that secret exit so you can go to the... Uh, the blue switch palace yes you want that switch um and then one thing i do like about these water levels is that some of them like this one have the exit underwater so you can like really make sure you get the best oh, yeah. number of stars float right up there that's always a uh, very satisfying for sure i know there's a, and another forest level is where you'll start seeing one of my most hated things uh obstacles is where you'll have the enemies floating in a bubble oh yeah and they're coming at you because it like they won't hurt you if you run into the bubble, but it does. It stalls your momentum in this weird way, and then you drop, and it drops, and it's, I don't know. It can They'll be... usually hit you right then, or if worst case scenario is you do it over a, a pit, and you're falling into that pit, yeah. for sure. Or sometimes they'll like kind of trick you in a way where there's just like tons of mushrooms in there, in those bubbles, and they're right. just like, tough luck getting through here with a with a cape or a fire flower. Like, it's, it's not happening. No. Uh, I do want to talk about the ghost house in the Forest of Illusion. You don't have to do it. Mm-hmm. It's not part of the the route if you know what how to get out of here. Sure, sure. Um, but it is one of your first ones with the giant booze, but also with those um, weird little ghosts that fly across in a 
sine wave. They're kind of like a Medusa yeah. head. Those guys are jer- they look like what a are, little lizard or what something. What are they? Like. My daughter asked me if that was the ghost of a a baby Yoshi. It does look like it. I was like, of. um, I don't think so. But I was like, it does look like it. It's messed up. <laughs> are these dead baby Yoshis? Maybe. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, this one is kind of tricky because it's got the part where it's like you have to get above. Yeah, the path, the level, and again, it's a lot of it is like figuring out which door to go through after you've hit a P switch. Uh, This is your first or maybe second appearance of that special three heart, uh, the three life moon, Mm. if you can find it. But you don't really have to do it at all. You can just take the second exit out of the bottom portion of this map and leave the forest of illusion. That's true. If you don't want to mess with the star road, or there's a fortress down there too, but you don't even have to. And the fortress takes you to the star road. Yeah, yeah. So it has Resnors at the end of it. So no fun. Enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also, in one of these Forest of Illusion levels, have uh, the return of Lakitu. Oh, sure, yeah. And this time he's got a little one-up on a stick he's trying to like lure you with. But it's a trick, because if you take that, then he starts throwing yes. spinies at you. What a jerk. Uh, the worst level in the forest area is one where it's the secret area, I think maybe in the middle, mm-hmm. where the entire level is pretty much just bouncing off of flying Koopas. Yeah, it's no fun. Yes. <laughs> no, it's, you have to time everything just right. You really, if you have a cape, it's not a problem at all. Yeah, but... If you don't have that cape, this level is a nightmare. It's yes. very short, but man, it's, there is no ground in it. It's just a big, very annoying. Yes, it has to be. Also annoying is this in uh, Roy Koopa's castle. Well, that's at the very end here. Yeah, well, you get there just by leaving the forest, like we said, from the very bottom exit. Mm-hmm. If you find the secret way out. Yeah. And then, yes, you are at Roy the coolest sunglass wearing (laughs) koopa child's fortress or i'm sorry uh castle yeah yeah and um unfortunately this one is right away you will be you realize that you are riding on a little block moving platform Mm -hmm. i hate hate this one so much you're riding above lava there's fireballs coming it takes forever it's very slow, so it makes it even worse when you die. Not because it's tough, but because now i got to wait for three minutes just to slowly scroll through all the lava, the it's, spikes. It's not that tough at all. That's why it's so annoying. Yeah, it's just a slow, annoying level. But then you don't actually get to leave it. You think you do, but then you have to jump back on it because it continues through the rest of this, like, majority mm-hmm. of this level. Yeah, yeah. I hate it so much. It's a <laughs> Yeah, it, it is quite annoying, but when you get there... To the very end... It's uh, you have Roy Koopa in his shades. It's another one of the square rooms where he'll walk on the walls and drop on you. Now, the big difference is in this one, not only does he shoot fire, but the walls get smaller with each passing moment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, again, not too bad. though. No, I didn't find this one to be hard at all. And then I think uh, your castle destroying follies, you get blown up yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but after that, you do move on to the south to the Chocolate Island. Oh, yeah. Chocolate Island. This Well, the very first level, everything's askew, and it's all about getting shot out of pipe cannons. But sure, you also sure. meet the dinosaur enemies for the first time. Oh, yeah. Those big ones. Yes. Well, And the big ones, when you hit them, they turn into the small ones. They shoot a flame straight in the air. Yeah, you got to watch out. I just avoid them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, this is where you start getting to the levels where I... I'm always like, I don't know how well I remember them because it's so easy to just fly past everything. Yeah. At, at the, you know, when you have these big open levels. and There's usually one pipe in the middle to, to impede your progress, mm-hmm. but then there's enough enough running room underneath that pipe to, to take off again. You know, oh, yeah. And Chocolate Island, too. Now, this is... Now, now, the thing about the Chocolate Island levels is, again, not unlike the Forest of Illusion, you have to find the secret exit to most of them. 
Otherwise, you're going to go in loops. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And these ones are loops that just take you right back to the to where you started, to that same level. And, you know, the background of these levels, to this day, still reminds me of the milk chocolate Pop-Tarts frosting ones where oh. they're all brown and they have like little white dots and stuff. I don't know. I would just thought that's, you know, it's Chocolate Island. So before you get to the island proper, you do go to that level we just mentioned, but then you have to go through a ghost house. Yeah. And this is a, one of the trickier ones because it's a long passage full of those little lizard ghost guys that are coming at you in different patterns and stuff. Yes. And man, I did have some trouble with this one. Yeah. And I mean, aren't the pits moving left and right on the floor? Yes, that's why. Yeah. This is not one where you can fly your way through or really do anything. You really have to take your time. And only being small kind of helps because a lot of times these ghosts will go right over your head. Yes. uh, They are a little trickier than I prefer. And then the second half is all about the ghosts that, um, well, there's three ghosts that form stairs or blocks that you can land on. Yeah, yeah. You have to lure them deep into the the castle to where you can use them as stairs if you look at them they turn to a block but if you turn your back then they're on the attack so make that make your way through there and then you are onto the the island proper yeah and then so choco island one we kind of talked about but choco island two is a pretty interesting and tricksy level because it has these different doors you go through and depending on how many coins you got through the first pipe well, it warns you at the very beginning. There's like a little block you can hit. It says yes. like the faster you go, the more coins you get will change your path or something like that. Yeah. So it's like how many normal coins in the first pipe that will take you to one of three areas. And then how much time remaining you have at the end of the second area determines the final third area that you go. Okay. And then that's when, depending on the number of dragon coins, it'll take you to one of two final areas, which are the two exits. Now, the final one I had was the falling uh, spikes, I think. Okay. I just know that it took me a minute because I didn't even understand what this level was. <laughs> like, later I realized where I was like, okay, wait, you just have to, you know, I, I had to read about it. but it, It's a really cool concept, though. Yeah, it's interesting, and it's the only time they really use it here in this game. I'm kind of surprised. I don't know. It's just got a little more behind it. Uh, once you get to level three, though, it's a uh, more traditional um, sky world. Mm-hmm. Lots of uh, spinning platforms. And the key is that the middle of them all have an, a deadly enemy on them. Yeah, one of those fuzzball guys. Or So if you have a Yoshi, pretty easy. But Otherwise, it can be tough. This one, like all of them, you have to find the secret exit. And I like it because the secret exit is you just pass the normal exit. Oh, yeah. And then fly up. Just keep on going. Just keep on going. After this, you are back to the fortress world. This is the Chaco Fortress. Yeah, it is a brown fortress. When it has these uh, wooden palisade-looking like spikes that are moving up and down. And... I don't, these ones suck. Yeah, yeah. Because even it's very easy to get hit. if you just touch the spike at all, it, it hurts you. Yeah, you don't want to avoid them at all costs, of course. Um, and then it... the second half is really annoying because it's like a mix of thwomps and thwimps. Yes, and the little guys are the worst. Um, and they usually are, like, guarding the spots where you have to land. And it's all about really weird timing of, like, I got to coax the thwomp to fall and then make just a split jump to get over. Yeah, it's, it is. It, and now this, hopefully you've gotten as many of your switch palaces as you can because it does block some of the thwomps and thwimps from being able to attack you, but not all of them. So. No, it does create a huge help, though, if, if you can. Yeah. Then, at the end, take down those Resners. Same exact Resner fight, as always. And then there's just a couple more levels, I think, before... 
uh, level five is interesting because all of the enemies are hidden inside like little blocks that mm-hmm. can, and there's P switches all along that will turn those blocks into coins. So you have to decide if you want to deal with enemies, do you want to get the extra coins? What do you want to do? Yeah, what what do you want to do? There's an area when we go through the pipes where you get one of those bubble zones where they're throwing all sorts of enemies and mushrooms at you and these bubbles over the water. So it can be kind of hard to get through there with your power-ups. It can be. But if you do, you're now at the castle for the Chocolate Island, Wendy's Castle. That's right. You can get a Frosty, a small fry, a four-piece chicken nugget, and a double stack for $4. Uh, side note, did you see the 97-page RPG uh uh, manual that Wendy's has just released, Order of the Frosty or whatever. No, it is a full playable du- like Dungeons and Dragons alike, where all your classes are based on like various food groups. That sounds amazing, right? And like the whole thing is about taking <laughs> on like the um, I can't remember what they call McDonald's, but it's like a thinly veiled McDonald's reference, the, Evil the, Empire, the clowns. If it is a fully working like fleshed out RPG system. Wow, that's awesome. It's insane. So Wendy's Castle. Well, I don't know if these are new, but they're very similar to things we've seen before. We have a new form of spike. Yeah, that's much larger, and it has, you know, there's, like, spikes on the sides, even. So you can't get close to it. And, you know, they're not that hard. It's just really a lot of very specific timing. Yeah. And, I mean, really, they're not that bad. I think these gears that are coming at you along the tracks. Oh, the the buzzsaw gears. Yes, they will hop off at points, and, like, they're, you just... They're, very unpredictable. I don't like yeah, it. Don't no. like it at all. You can spin jump off them, so you might need to do that. And then the final portion of the level is is that ceiling that's rising and lowering, creating gaps for you to go through. And there's uh, sparks and then giant sparks you got to avoid while you're waiting for the gap to open. Mm, and you don't want to get crushed. I do like those sparks, though. They look cool. They do. And then Wendy herself is the final boss there. And which kind of battle is she? She is a, a pipe battle where you have the center of the room is above the lava and there are, what, no, seven pipes? Two fireballs this time, though, which yeah. is what makes this one a little trickier. But uh, if I recall, the pipes are all flat. They are. So, so it's you don't get trapped as easily. I think this one, personally, is a little easier just because not having those hills. Like, you have a little more room to avoid, to dodge. Agreed. Now, once you have beaten her, you do not move on to the final level. Oh, no. You blow up her castle, you get your Yoshi, but then you move on to a interesting sunken pirate ship level. And this is a pretty cool level. It's like being in um one of the airships from the Mario 3. Yeah. But now underwater. Yeah, and, you know, there are some bullet bills and such, and then ghosts, of course, when you actually get down into the ship. Yes, but, you know, since you can swim, I, I, I found this level to be not too hard at all. Agreed. And then the very end of it is... A crazy falling section where yeah. if you time it correctly, you can get like two or three stars. And there's enemies that are falling all throughout it. you can try to run into. And then huge swaths of coins as well. Mm-hmm. I did not time anything right to take advantage of this when I played. Yeah. No, I didn't either. Plus, I think there's also some spiked balls that might give you some trouble if you don't watch it. There are. But, you know, uh, at the very bottom is a mysterious uh, green question block orb i guess yeah what's up with that orb this is the only place it ever appears i I think so yeah so i don't know and then you grab it and then the level's over there's no bar to cross or anything it's really weird and awesome yeah and it kind of reveals the gate then to the valley of bowser yes a giant stone mouth rises and opens with the bowser look to the skullish you know cave entrance yeah and there are two there was an area i think in 
donut planes. Uh-huh. Uh, you might have seen the Valley of Bowser already by taking these shortcuts the Star through, Road. through pipes and stuff. Yeah. But uh, where there are actually some other levels that you can't get to from here, but from, you know, you, you might have peaked at this earlier. Now, almost every single level in the Bowser world has a second exit. In fact, even uh, the final Bowser Castle itself has two entrances. So there's different ways to go about it. And then the, even the very second level has an extra path that will take you up on a side route that will get you into the back entrance to the castle. Which is way easier. So it I, is. I highly recommend it. <laughs> but we won't be there yet. First in the Valley of Bowser, we have the first level. Yeah, and a, it is an underground area full of giant moles. Yeah, Mole City, man. And a lot of the football bros or whatever here, too. Yeah, this whole level is about getting out of the way of the giant moles and letting the football guys clear paths for you. Yeah, through those, there's a lot of the yellow blocks, etc. So you really want to either have your cape and do a lot of spinaroonies or yeah. be really good at that tiny jump clearance distance to get over top of them. It's, it's really not a hard level necessarily, but... It's time-consuming. Yeah, and there's, right after the midpoint, there's just a tricky part where they're, like, invisible. It's one of those areas where it's like, there are some invisible question blocks that you have to hit to make a bridge to get past. You know right. what I mean? Like, and you keep forgetting, so it's like, you have to, yeah, yeah. but, yeah, not not. You not don't have to. Deadly. As long as you jump over all the gaps, you're okay. It's true. So, but, you know, you can do it. Move on to the second Valley of the Bowser level. Now it's the one that has that secret exit to take your northern path. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it is a, a level of falling and rising floor ceiling area. Yeah. There's a lot of that same yellow cheese ground that's moving up and down. And The first half, very easy. It's just big pits you're trying to you know wait to get out of. Mm -hmm. The second half is the one that's very frustrating because you just have to wait forever for the right timings to, to run yeah. up and down through these areas. Because whenever it gets to the very bottom or the top, then you're just kind of stuck waiting for it to return back. And then where is the secret exit from this one? Um, well, it's in the third. After you take your second pipe, it's like you have to double back around to the left to find the, the key and keyhole. Right. But if you keep going to the right, you will just make it to the end of the level. And this also has an area where you can like Yoshi out of there. With your Yoshi wings and do like a little fun flying get coins area. Oh, yep, yep. Uh, next up, we have a fortress. If you do take that northern path, right? Gotcha. Could be the hardest fortress in the game. Could be the hardest level in the game. This is, yeah, oh yeah. This level's tons of spikes and, you know, spikes on the floor, spikes on the wall. Huge spike pillars coming down from the ceiling repeatedly. And this is also where there are um, fireballs coming across the, this whole area. Lots of lava. And it's just no fun. Um, there, uh, there's no real like shortcuts or tricks. It's just a tough jumping area. And then at the end, Resners. Everyone's favorite. Indeed. And what's what's what better way to follow up a fortress than right away with a ghost house? <laughs> and this ghost house is another maze area. It does have those Ugh, big yeah. green blobs, yep. which you can spin jump off of. Mm -hmm. They're a weird, yeah, big blobby thing. And then this has some of the craziest like P-switch actions. Yeah, because you get to the second area and you have a P-switch to set off. Everything is made of coins, so you have a very limited amount of time to yeah. figure out where you're going to go. And then to the left, there's a door, and to the right, there's like four doors or five. Yeah, yeah. And really, you want the second to the last door on the right side. Mm -hmm. Get you out the normal path. Yeah, yeah. And this also has... Uh, this was the level that eluded me as a child. I could never get the um, key 
hole and exit because okay. it was as angry as a child i thought this was one of the harder ones as well yeah it's it, because it's one of these levels where you have to bring a p-switch over and then use one of those coin platform kind of where it's like you have the little coin you control the path of the coins yeah the coins so you have to use those in the p-switch to make a little kind of stairway ledges to get up to this uh area in the top right of the screen and i used to think you had to like fly into that or do some sort of weird thing but really you can just do like a little uh when you when you are ducking as mario in this game a, a feature we never talked about at all oh yeah the fact that you can duck yeah uh you can do a duck jump where you stay tiny mm, yeah and you can just jump duck wiggle into there if you I, can get close i was really expecting it to be worse because i really built it up and i could never do it but i it, did it on like my second try i did too i was like nope i just went up there and just had a straight path and ran and slid under, and it was that easy. So yeah, I thought that this was the hardest thing in the world, but agreed, this was way easier than I ever remembered it being. Yep, I'm pleasantly surprised. <laughs> pleasantly. And then ba- Valley of Bowser three. This is an underground level with some lots of flying turtles and these platforms that have little timers on them. Oh yeah, that will count down and then disappear. I just flew across this entire level. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Um, it's it's not that tough, but it's the second half. The stretch little, at the little, end, little, little more trouble because there's just so many of them, and then there's uh, lots of things in your way trying mm-hmm. to block your progress, and bonsai. then huge uh, bonsai bills flying across as well. Yep, yep. But it can be done, and it will be done by you. Yeah, you'll move on to Valley of Bowser level four, another underground level. You've got uh, lava, and these. This is where you have the football koopa guys but they're kicking like boulders at you and yeah and and it's a really odd timing um i found that you just really want to have the cape because you can spin the boulders out of the way yeah otherwise this part is super annoying yeah yeah it's not cool man but really it's not too complicated it's just some very um devious placement of those uh sports guys and the blocks or platforms that fall into the lava after you jump on them this is one of those levels that though if you have the cape it just makes it a hundred times easier to time all of your jumps through it. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and then hopefully, you know, you kind of want a Yoshi to get the key exit because it's the only way to get that key by extending his tongue through a wall. Yep. So grab that or not, because if you don't, if you do grab that, it takes you up to the star road, star road path. Yeah. So that that's how you can unlock shortcuts, so to speak. Uh, otherwise you're going to go onto Larry's castle. Larry himself, the final Koopaling Lair Bear. <laughs> and this castle is is my final hate encounter with that moving platform. Yeah, it's another one of those. You spend so much time in that first room doubling back and up and back again. It drove me insane. And it's not hard at all. It's just super time consuming. The only hard yeah. part is towards the very end when if you are, depending on where you're standing on that platform, you spawn the fireballs at different times. And if oh, you spawn sure. them too, too early, they will be up there bouncing around with you well and it's just one of those things where this platform takes the windiest route through this big open area of spike balls and stuff and it just gets old so quick yeah now the second area is all magic koopa land and it can be a little annoying it's just really running running away from this guy and jumping over him that's what i found just get through yeah and then finally the third part is larry's room yeah we're back to a little island style the hardest one, and Boss Larry battle. is shooting fireballs at you. Yeah, he's shooting fireballs. I think there's fireballs coming out of the lava, too. Yep. And you have to jump on him and knock him off. You can do it, though. Yes, you can. Uh, this is a point where 
you may want to have your backup as fireballs because fireballs do knock him towards the edge. Yeah, that's true. I um I meant to experiment with that more because I remembered it, but every time I was trying it, I never seemed very... It doesn't hit them very far, that's for sure. And then, now you can enter the Castle of Bowser. Yes. Which is huge. Yeah, and it's a really interesting uh, mechanic because when you start out, you have, was it four rooms or f- yeah, there's four doors? F- four doors in the first screen. And so you have uh, a choice on how you want to enter, go through the first half. Yeah, and then they take you to various different screens of, you know, like... Well, let's talk about them real briefly. Yeah, like uh, one of them is just, uh, it's a simple jump over some lava and there's a bunch of fireballs. Mm-hmm. If you have all your color switch palaces, then it's even easier because there's, you know, little bridges over the, the lava. Mm-hmm. But if not, uh, there's also... Um, Another fence area with a bunch of turtles. Not too Spikes. Bad. That one just takes a while. It's just slow. Yep. The one I usually took was three. The one with like the cool like uh, uh, rugs. Yeah, like green and white like tapestries that are missing pieces. So you can kind of see behind them. It's the first time you'll see these little mecha koopas that, wind, wind up. That are bombs once you've knocked them yeah, over. Yeah. So, so But they don't really. They're real slow and they're easy to jump on. So you can just run through this area and you really have no resistance. Yeah. It's just remembering the path through it. And then the fourth one, it's the one with the floating islands, right? Yeah, and the sparks. It's, yeah, I, I avoid this one at all costs. It's it's a little tricky, but like you don't really, you might even have room to fly over it, but I didn't mess with it. But yeah, so those are your first four doors. And once you get through these, uh, any one of them, any one of them will take you to the next section of four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. And you uh, get to choose once again. Yes. And one of which, um, it's, a, it's a really short level, but it's full of, uh, Swamps on the ceiling and spike pillars coming down, so you have to just haul. Well, and it's really kind of tricky because you have to start running before the spike leaves the ground, the the first one, or you won't have enough time. Yeah, it's it's really tight, so but can be done, and it's super easy if you do it that way. Uh, Room six is filled with water, and it's got you know uh, fish uh, bones, dry bones, maces. You got to swim through. Mm, Yeah. Oh yeah, you're going up. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, seven is this weird green room, and it's all full of Bowser statues. They're shooting fire at you. I avoid this one like the plague because mm-hmm. it's too easy to get hit by those. Too crazy. And then the eighth room is really weird. It's full of all the um, sports brothers doing jumping jacks. There's like ten of them in here. Yeah, it's... I don't like to deal with them at all, no. so I avoid, avoid this one. If you can help it. Now, if you had created that far right shortcut path uh, in the level... Mm-hmm. To the back entrance. This is where you would enter now, after those eight levels. Yeah, so it does save you quite a bit of time. Yeah, because from this point on, you're pretty much just at Bowser's door. Yeah, and, you know, you you enter right away and you'll see an old familiar friend. It's, what are they, Ninjats from Mario 2? Right, yeah. I really felt robbed. I was like, what are these ninjas doing? Why aren't they in other levels? Come on, guys. Yeah, they're very cute and very fun. Yeah, great classic enemies. And lots of those Mecha Koopas as well. Yes, because they want you to really understand how to deal with these Mecha Koopas. Uh, there is a mechanic where it's dark and you turn the light on that swings back and forth, but I didn't really um, understand what the point of that was, besides looking cool. Yeah, and the, this part of the level is so brief that it doesn't really matter because you are now face-to-face with Bowser and his giant smiley face flying orb thing. It is a weird thing. It looks like you stole it from Dr. Wily. And then repainted it. Yeah, or like Dr. Robotnik or something like that. Uh, it is now, I think, mainly exclusively used by Bowser Jr. Mm, in the games. Okay, okay. Um, and it's really, it's an interesting battle because you're up on the top of a kind of a castle parapet 
uh-huh. similar to Super Mario Brothers 3. Yes. But here he's he's flying around and he has several attacks where sometimes he will kind of disappear down inside it and start throwing out some Mecha Koopas, mm-hmm. which is really how you fight back. You stomp on them and then throw them up to but, hit him. Yeah, and that's the first form. It, it, all he does is throw things at you. Mm-hmm. And then in between times of throwing things, he'll leave the screen and uh, fire will fall from the sky. Oh, yeah, yeah. A fire rain, if Ooh. you will. But it's really easy to dodge. Yeah. And he'll... In fact, this entire boss fight, very easy. I agree, yeah. What does When he does that, like, he'll swoop off and then come out of the background towards it. Can uh-huh. that ever hurt you no. or anything? I, I didn't think so. Not I, at all. I never did. I guess it looks cool. Uh, round two, he continues to throw out the uh, Mecha Koopas. Now, you have to hit him with two of those to move on to the next phase. Right, right. Uh, but in between those and the fire, the orb he's in will spin upside down and drop giant bowling balls. Yeah. Um, you can jump over them, spin jump off of them, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, just They're avoid. pretty easy to jump over. The only time it gets close to difficult is if you have um, some Mecha Koopas still around, maybe uh-huh. you know messing with you. In between each round, uh, the princess is also in that orb, and she like pops up with her arms waving. Yeah. And I really don't like that sprite. It looks kind of weird, but she will throw out like a mushroom mm-hmm. to help. So yes. that's nice. And in the third form, now between tossing out the Mecha Koopas, the machine he's in will now stomp the ground Yeah, in a pattern. That is easy to avoid. Yeah, really, really not too bad. And then, uh, if you stay on the very far left side, he'll never be able to bounce on you. Just so you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it doesn't matter though, because it's super <laughs> easy to avoid the bounce at all times. Uh, once you really, truly understand what to do, it's like just beat this guy as fast as you can. Yes, and once you do, you are treated to a very nice ending. Yeah, where it shows you and the princess and Yoshi with all your eggs. You get all the eggs. They're all marching kind of back through the various various... lands you've been through. Mm -hmm. And you end up at Yoshi's house, and then all of the eggs hatch, and everyone's Mm -hmm. happy. Then you get a full breakdown of every enemy in the game in action along during the credits with their actual names. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, It's super cool. And then at the very end, you get a wonderful picture of Mario, the princess, and Luigi. And Luigi looks like he should, taller and skinnier. Right, right. <laughs> and uh, the end. He's on model. The end. Good job. Well, folks, here we are in the final portion of our show, the review section. And, of course, we use the classic Nintendo Power Review System that has five categories. Each category, possible score from zero to five, starting with graphics and sound. Nick, I gave this game, big surprise, a 5.0. Okay, it's, yeah. I gave it a 4.0, but it's really good in every way. Right. Like, it's... I'm glad this game was, we did this game now and not before we did our commandies. Yeah, then well, maybe Super Metroid would have had a true rival then. But, Truly. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I mean... I mean, for being the first game on the system, Yeah. right it, out of the gate, this thing looks beautiful and sounds amazing. The colors are popping. The sprites all look perfect. I mean, you've got one of them on your shirt right now. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a really great game. I just think that I don't know. Going back, I didn't like with the music where I'm like, it's clearly good and I, I liked it and stuff. But I was like, it didn't really like. It's never none of these songs made it into my favorites. You know, like composition wise, it's not a quality. I think it's more of just my personal, you know, opinion. Opinion. Subjective. Now we have play control, which I also gave 
a 5.0. Okay. Um, I know you're probably not. I went with a 4.0, but you don't that that jumps a little too much for you. The jumps a little. The the jump in your your very short movement seems a little too squirrely for my personal preference. Although I clear, I was able to get used to it. Mm-hmm. But the thing that really stuck with me was the way they jumbled up your control buttons. I really hate it. I don't know why they would do that, and I hate that you can't move them around. Well, I just found that this Mario controls so well. Uh, the ability of that cape, where if you time it right, you can fly forever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The addition of Yoshi, which gives you a whole other moveset slash tweaks Mario's abilities and movements in a way that feels really right. Well, you definitely have a lot more options of the actions you can do. You know, it's not quite... Donkey Kong 94, maybe, but I mean, it's up there for, you know, you have more buttons, so uh, you use them all. Yeah, and, you know, we say this a lot, but a huge test of play control is what does the game expect you to do and can you do it? And I never felt like the game was cheap. It was always my user error, not the game, asking me to do things that it's really not meant to do. Yeah, definitely. Next up is Challenge Factor, Nick. Um, I went with a 3.0. I gave it a 2.0. I was on. I, there are a few levels that are really, truly tough. I think but, there are, but you have a million lives. But yeah, well, and a save nonstop save files. Yeah, you can go back and get any um, power up you want. It's not like in three where it's like you have. I only have four of these suits I'm ever yeah, gonna have. Yeah. You can go get another uh, flower or feather whenever you want and have a backup. You can grab a Yoshi. You can go get a flying Yoshi. That's true. And I, there's a level that's really giving you trouble. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, there's just, like I said, there's a couple levels that gave me, I guess, some trouble. But I just I think know. when I played through this last time, there was very few levels that really ever frustrated me. No, there was and, really only the one, which was like one of the special zones with the pea balloon. There's one level. Any one yeah. time you get a level that's built around that pea balloon and which you float We didn't go through all those because they're all just really hard they're, challenges yeah they're they're made to test you so you know that's the only area where i feel like the true challenge of the game is hidden after it correct of. and and we didn't mention also that if you do beat them all of the special levels it changes the graphics for all almost all of the enemies and stuff weirdly though yeah very In a way weirdly. i don't like well that's like the koopas have these weird mario masks and they look hideous they are very strange <laughs> And finally, Nick, we have theme and fun. All right. Um, I went with a 5.0. As did I. Yeah. No big surprise. It's uh, it's a great game. Probably the best Super Mario game. It's it's just maybe re- the best platformer, at least by the time it came out. Like, this was such a, like, it's like when the HMS Dreadnought made every other warship, like, obsolete at one, in, as soon as it launched. Like, that's how this was, where it was like, wow. Yeah, I mean, this game was just a joy to play. I the, Sitting down and going through it again, I was like, oh, I've played this game so many times. This is going to be a pain in the butt. Yeah, yeah. But no, it's just, it was a blast. I mean, I, I literally, that first playthrough was one day. Yeah. I, I, I just didn't stop. I played, I probably only did three playthroughs. Like, the last time I beat from the forest through the end, so, you Yeah, because there's never a point where I was like, oh, I just want to take a break. I'm just getting fed up or yeah. bored or whatever. I was like, no, I'm, I'm enjoying this entire arc that it's putting me through. Yeah, it's great stuff. And finally, I ask you, Nick, the question I always do, it's probably no surprise, but should you play this game? Um, yes. Yes, you should. In fact, we know you have. If you're listening to the show, there's no way you haven't <laughs> played this game. Uh, and you know, to that, I would just say, go play it again. I mean, if it's been a while, it really deserves your time to check it out again and remember 
how great it really was. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of fun to be had in Dino Island. Next week's game will be Shadow Dancer of the Keno- Kenobi. <laughs> Obi-Wan Shinobi. <laughs> Obi-Wan Shinobi series from the Shinobi series on Genesis or Mega Drive. So find a copy of that game any way you can. Hint, Genesis Collection. Oh. Grab your controllers and play along, friends. That's right. And uh, if you want to get a hold of us for any reason at all in email form, you can do it at cartridgecommand and gmail.com. We'll check it out and smile inside and out. If you'd like to get to us in Facebook form, you can do it at Cartridge Command on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, sometimes on Twitter, I let you know when new shows drop because you can find us there at Cart Command. Yes, yes, yes. All indeed. And of course, it is those wonderful and fun folks that give to us at Patreon.com slash Cartridge Command that make this show actually happen. Yeah, they're the top secret area of, of our Dino Island. And we're always thinking about you folks because without your support, we wouldn't have the, the money to drive across the great state of Ohio, <laughs> invest in our equipment and gear, our fees and whatever. But, you know, it also shows that there's people that really care about it and want us to keep moving forward. And for you folks, we do. Yeah, it's awesome. Thank you all. Thank you so very much. And as always, Cartridge Commandos, game on! It's really not that bad. You don't have to do like three. I wish I had a better word. Swoops. Than, yeah. Okay. <laughs> than humps.